All right, guys, welcome to the podcast, Life, It's Better with a Bow, powered by Protect. We're out here in Colorado, and uh, the way this is set up in the Protect booth is we, we have a pretty amazing view. Oh, my God, it's absolutely gorgeous up here at Sunlight Mountain, Colorado. You're close to home here. Yeah, it's only about two and a half, three hours max to Denver. So this is one of our favorite shows just for that reason. Yeah, and you, you've uh, you've had a heck of a show. So uh, our guest today is Big Sexy. Right. Um, I, I don't do you, what is your name? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So Jody here, most people know him as Big Sexy. I mean, he's got a, uh, he's wearing his fanny pack today. Which one is that? Is that the? That's the Rogan. That's the Rogan, and it even, you've got a, badge on there with your name big sexy that's right and uh, you give out stickers <coughs> that's right limited edition big sexy stickers i gotta give out yeah dude they're awesome Thank so you. jody you've been uh traveling for kafaru with us for three years now i think almost four i almost think i four. started did like half that few shows with dana that fourth year and then three full years that's awesome well we're yeah. super stoked to have you on And uh, we love having Kafaro as part of the uh, team out here. Um, But we kind of want to go, we'll we'll talk a little bit about Kafaro. But the very first thing we're going to do is there's only a couple shows left for this where this can even happen. And that's the Golden Ticket. Yes, sir. Golden Ticket. The Golden Ticket is, uh, you guys, right now your odds are extremely good. Um, and the reason we want to talk about it is to help raise some funds for Howl for Wildlife. Yeah, great organization. They fight for hunters' rights, not just in a certain state, in all states, all 50 states. Maybe even internationally, I don't know for sure, but it's a really good organization. We raised a lot of money for them last year, raffling off a bow. So yeah, we're doing it again this year with the Golden Ticket. So tell us about the Golden Ticket, because when you look at it, I think a lot of people pass by it not really knowing it's available there. Uh, the golden ticket, it's $10 a ticket and puts you in to win a leak carbon era bow. One of the CBE sites, one of the elite, um, drop away rests, one of the quivers. So it's a total bow package. Um, John Dudley donated one of his, um, knock on, knock on releases. Um, Earl with cutter stabilizers gave us a cutter stabilizer, a 10 inch bar for that bow. Plus, um, method archery gave us, um, a dozen of their arrows and six of their broadheads. So, and the great thing, not only, I mean, those are amazing pa- um, package in itself, but the winner, we're actually going to fly to Riverton, Wyoming, and Aaron Snyder, the owner of Kafaru, is going to meet with them, put this bow together for them, and spend some time with them shooting their bow. That's awesome. Yeah, man, for $10 ticket, and um, you're right, I think um, the poster doesn't speak enough. When we're busy, it's hard to tell people, hey, look at what we're giving away. But once people see what's g- given away, they're, they're buying tickets. We just um, like you know like to spread the word a little bit. Yeah, and where there's only two shows left, and the trick to it is, at least in this, this go-around, is they have to buy it on site. Is that correct? They do. They have to buy it on site. So um, if you plan on going to the next couple tax, come by and get in. So that's going to be uh, South Dakota and Utah. Those are the only two we have left. Yes, sir. Um, but hopefully that uh, enough of you guys want to get in on that. I think it'd be awesome. I have not been to your new place. Uh, I'm excited to get by there. I was talking to Aaron earlier. I'm going to try to come by uh, late fall after the main hunting seasons are over. Yeah, yeah. Um, everything got moved last year. It was a little bit of a disarray. I hate, hate it to see them leave Colorado, but... Um, it's for the better. They um, really seem to love it there. 
I'm still in Colorado since I'm the show manager. Uh, it's and I'm traveling all the time. It's kind of easy for me to stay there. But um, yeah, they got a really nice facility there in Riverton, Wyoming. It's big and spread out. They have a lot of room and um, starting to do all the manufacturing right there in Riverton. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I heard it's pretty incredible. Yeah, place, yeah. So. They bought a, a big R building and um, renovated it and the new home of Kafaru. Yeah, hold on one second. You're not hooked. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Big Sexy, seriously. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What, where does a guy get a name Big Sexy? Did you name yourself that? <laughs> no, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Sean, um, the first year I went to um, the TAC with Dana when she was working for us, and we were in um, Big Sky, Montana. And this is my version. It might be different if you ask the person who gave me the name, but th this is what I'm going to say, and I'm sticking to it. But um, uh, Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're the one on the podcast. You get to tell the story. <laughs> so I met Reza Lesnar at the time. She was with Loophole. Now she's with Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. And um, everybody at the booth was super cool, and she just said, hey, I'm going to call you Big Sexy. And, of course, my head went. Yeah, blew up more than it already is, and I ran back to my booth and told Dana, I go, guess what? I have a new nickname, and it came from Reza. And then she goes, what is it? And I said, Big Sexy. So literally from that day, every time I'd go by loopholes, everybody there would say, hey, Big Sexy, hey, Big Sexy. And it kind of stuck in the industry. Definitely. That with, is so dang funny. Definitely with the TAC crowd for sure. And, oh, yeah. And, um, you know, last year, Kafaro kind of ran with a little bit. We had a Big Sexy special. You could win the pack I carry and everything. So it's, you know, I ran with a little bit and said, might as well, you know. It's kind of cool, kind of how it happened. And. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I agree. <laughs> it's a great name for you. Yeah, thank you, brother. The thank stickers you. are fantastic. Yeah, they came out really, really They're cool. They're hilarious. I love it. Yeah, Jerry, he works for Kafaro. He does our designs and stuff, and I hit him up and asked him if he could make one and how much he'd charge, and one day he sent it to me. He goes, happy birthday, brother, and I was like, man, I couldn't ask for any better. It came out amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny. I see them everywhere. So yeah, can yeah. can people get their hands on it as far as uh, what? They just find you at the Kafaru booth? Be yeah. Okay. Yeah, come to Kafaru booth, hit me up. I actually gave like a 200 of away, away free of the, I gave 200 away free on Instagram last year. I was, oh, I was paying postage hilarious. and everything. I wasn't even charging anybody, but... So if you want one now, I'll probably charge you postage. If, if you're, I have to mail it to what you. What if? What if they're here at the show? If they're here at the show, just come by and let's. They got to say something. So every time we do a podcast for the event, we're like, hey, you got to say something. Like for example, um, Wade Hicks plays guitar. So on the last podcast for Colorado, uh, we talked about the guitar and all that, and he played some songs, and we said, okay, so what you have to do is, as you come by, just say, I hear there's a rock star in town. <laughs> and uh, and then they got a sticker, right? So let's come up with something where they where they uh, come into your booth. What are they going to say that that qualifies them for a sticker? Man, I think you just come up and say, "Hey, hey, big sexy, I think I need one of your stickers." That simple. What do That's you think? simple. Just easy peasy. Hey, big sexy. Yeah, yeah. I need your sticker. That's right. Then so everybody knows that you know who I am, and um, I will have some with me. Okay, that's it, you guys. So, first of all, the stickers are, I, I like them. They're cool. Super cool. So, go into Kafaro's booth and uh, just tell them, this isn't a sticker anyone that comes in gets. Like, it's not like you're no. free handing them out. You got Kafaro's stickers for that. That's right, exactly. This is legit. You have to come in. Like a say, secret society. Hey. Yeah. Oh. Do they have to wink? Man, that might even help. Yeah. 
Yeah, you just look at them. You're like, hey, big sexy. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That'll be perfect. Can I get a sticker? Maybe you'll sign one? Oh, man, I actually signed a couple last at the last tap. Do you sign them as Jody or? I do. I signed my name on it, so it's affiliated with Big Sexy. Yeah. Jody Big Sexy Martinez. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, actually, that's funny, though, because I actually put it on um, on my um, Instagram last week. I was like, oh, two people asked me to sign them, so I... Dana just happened to be along at the booth, and I'm like, so she took little videos of people or pictures of people signing, or me autographing my sticker for them. So that <laughs> so was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. That is funny. So how yeah. long have you worked for Kfaru? So um, probably three years now. Probably three years. That first year was kind of volunteered, just helping uh-huh. Dana out, and then um, then oh, I so you're 100 percent just the showman. Yeah, yeah. They um. Aaron asked him how you know how he had to keep me around. He liked my work and I worked hard. And um, I, t- I told him and he made me the um, event show manager. And so that's what I do now. I just run the shows, travel, and um. Cause you're you retired, correct? I I did I did. And what did you do prior? So I was a police officer for police a lot of officer, years. Police officer. There you um, go. Spent year eight years in Iraq. Had a couple injuries. Came back and um, never went back to the force. Took an early retirement and um. Just travel with Kafaru. When I'm not traveling with Kafaru, I'm hunting. Yeah, so what do you got going on this year? Man, you know, I, I drew a deer tag in Colorado, but we'll see how that goes. I didn't draw anything else. I'll probably do over-the-counter elk, but my wife got a really good tag in New Mexico, so I'll be nice. spending the first 14 days of September chasing bulls with her with her bow. And That's um, awesome. We'll see. It's a good unit. We um, I hunted it last year, killed a really big bull in there last year, year before. She actually drew it, and she killed a real nice bull with her bow. So, and she drew it again. And she drew it again. I mean, we've drawn three, you know, three to three years in a row, just one or the other, you know. Dude, that's awesome. Especially with the odds down there, I think it was like mm-hmm. three and a, three point nine percent, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we must be living right, is what I try to tell myself anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So let's talk about Kafaru a little bit. Um, okay. When you guys are out here, you've got, obviously, you don't have your full list of packs are, that are available, but you've got some of those that you th- feel are more appropriate for um, this type of event or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then, of course, your hip quiver. Oh, hip man. quiver's been a big seller, right? Yeah, we, we sell amazing numbers of hip quivers, and I think the reason why is just it's just built for everyday shooting, whether you're hiking through tag or you're you know, shooting at static range or just go at your house, you just grab your bow and grab your quiver, everything's there and they've just been they've just been amazing. They're really well built and um for the right reasons, you know. I I have the hip quiver. I've never used it hiking attack just because I don't do the I don't really get out and do the courses, but I do use it a lot at home. Um, and I use it uh, during 3D, uh, like winter leagues. Um, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of times you sell them and people are like, my arrows are going to stay and hiking because, you know, we're looking at, what, 10,000-foot mountain right in front of us, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And you have to climb that. I mean, tech, you know, it's a lot of hiking. It's like Alcon, you know. I've done a lot of these courses, and I get back. I'm tired. I'm beat. And yeah. you're going up, you're going down, you're slipping, you're sliding, but – the arrows stay where they're supposed to. And, um, it was well designed. It's a really cool system. It's real modular. You could build it up, take stuff off, but it just um, yeah. So you've got like you can add a water bottle holder if you'd like. There's a guy walking by us right now. Right, look at that. He's got a water nice. bottle holder. He's got a pocket. What's that pocket he's got on there? The pocket he's got on there is a water bottle holder. 
It'll hold the Nalgene, it'll hold the, the big, tall, tall um, water bottles, and the one next to it is called our Mini. And it has a bunch of different pockets in it. You put your tools in there. I like to put a lot of jelly beans in there, and it mm -hmm. holds a holds a whole bag. Just if anybody's wondering. <laughs> and then this year, <laughs> and then this year we came out with a we came out with um, a release pouch, and that release pouch is pretty nice. It's got some nice padding on the inside. So you don't scratch up your releases, and you can, it has a little tension cord on top. So if you're hiking through the you know wherever you just tighten it up, your release just stays in there, nice and. Um, protected so that's been a good big seller for us this year we launched that i think at the first or second tack this year and they've been hard to keep in stock yeah you guys have haven't had them that even how long have you had the hip quiver not very long two years or three years, years now two years two and a half years i think yeah yeah that's awesome yeah so those are doing well for us we the other things you know as as um i've taken over tack you know we went from just fitting people to packs and selling hats and t-shirts to I mean, you see our booth. We bring yeah. a lot of stuff now, and it's sometimes I'm like, wow, what what have I created? You know, it's kind yeah. of created a monster, and but it's well worth it. You know, I've always um, loved Kafaru. I, I believe in our mission. I believe in what we do and what we sell. You know, 100% American-made, not only American-made, but 100% American-sourced product. And um, so we're bringing a lot of, like, everyday carry bags. We have in there our Shape Charge. Yeah, we, and you sell the heck out of that. We sell a lot of Shape Charge, probably four or five a show. And we have, you know, we sell a lot of our Rogan fanny packs here. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have a lot of stuff that, um, you know, I'm starting to just bring what sells. I'm learning what sells at these shows, and um, we're starting to narrow it down. But the other great thing about about these shows, if you want something else, like, you know, I don't sell full frames and packs here, but you could come get fitted, and then we're shipping them within a week these days. So you could come get fitted, and I could place an order for you. You get a tack discount, and then mm -hmm. um, usually by the time you get home, you're lately or packing frames sitting there waiting for you. Yeah, and that's the benefit of uh, of coming to the shows. Let's say you don't even get on uh, one of these shows sold out or whatever. Come up, hang out at the range, hang out in the festival area, but you can. That's just it. You can get fitted because yeah. you're not finding kafarus at every store you can go to. Exactly. We're kind so. of a direct sale. We have a couple places you could get them. But, yeah, if you're anywhere near a total archery challenge you don't plan on shooting just come out come hang out man it's just a bunch of like-minded people that are here for the right reasons everybody gets along i mean our booths right across from one of our you know one of our competitors but when we're at these shows we're all brothers and sisters you know we all get along we all love each other and um you know you know you could come and get fitted for a pack and frame even if you're not shooting tack you don't have to be here to shoot tack to get fitted for a frame yeah, and just come and hang out. Yeah, yeah exactly. You got the after parties. Those are a riot. So there's yeah. a lot of good things going on. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, what is your favorite product Kafaru makes? My favorite product, man, um, it's probably, I don't know, man, I'm really carrying a lot of the checkpoint. I don't know if anybody's looked at our checkpoint online, but it's kind of a, it's everyday carry EDC, but it's a more geared towards, like, computer bag. It's oh, just okay. set up really nice for that, and I've, that's been my go-to this year, you know, just for tack to tack to tack. So I take the, you know, the computer, different charging units and things like that, and it's just perfect for that. As far as, um, as far as, you know, obviously I always run a, a duplex light frame for hunting, mm -hmm. and I have two bags that I interchange on that. I have the, the um, Reckoning, a.k.a. Big Sexy pa um, bag. It's about um, 60s, um, no, it's... Let me think now. I haven't sold one of those in a while because I'm not bringing them to the shows. 
but it's um, right around that like um, 6,000 cubic inch range, uh -huh. and uh, it's one of my favorite. If I'm going in deep for elk or whatever hunting, I'll do that. If I'm running a gunner or going from camp or just a few days, then I'll um, do the Striker XL. I used that a lot last year, and that thing kind of became one of my favorites. So we, uh, Striker XL is one of the packs we use. We have, what do we have, like six Striker XLs? I think so. And then we've got four or six of the Ready Gunners. Um, but the Striker XL we use for hauling pat, uh, targets and stuff, getting set up, whatever, clean up. Um, and then the, the uh, Ready Gunner, is that what it's called, right? The Ready Gunner? Or um, no, the Door Gunner. Door Gunner. Yeah. The door, sorry, Ready Gunner's a gun shop down in close to where <laughs> I live. The door gunner um, is, we use that quite a bit in cleanup, everyday cleanup. It's a great pack. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it great? Um, Good little day pack. Uh, but the pack that I, if, if people are saying, hey, what have you used with Kfaru? Um, the pack that I use is the straight jacket that's right that's right you've used that in so alaska right that's my alaska pack yep we go try to go every year um that thing is is that's the pack i use for hunting moose man packing out moose i love how simple it is to get a big giant load of meat and everything in and so it's actually uh really nice nothing's comfortable with 150 pounds on your back yeah you're, you're right so but it uh uh, it's more comfortable than other packs I've used packing out those loads. Good, good. So I'm a big fan of that pack. Good. And I don't, I couldn't even tell you what frame's on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if we sold you a duplex light or a tactical. I'm guessing we went with a duplex light, which, you know, Aaron's thrown 300 pounds in that frame before. Yeah, just to was show that people that Audad? He could do it, yep. Yep, and, um, you know, I don't suggest that, but if you're, you know, you can do whatever you want. You know, it'll ha it'll hold it. Yeah, the point is, is it'll hold it. I think that was the whole purpose, purpose of that. Yep. Um, I've carried some heavy loads, you know, mid-100s, mid, mid mm -hmm. packing out moose. I've never carried them longer than, you know, mile and a half to two miles would be absolute maximum yeah. uh, per load. Yep. I have I kind of have a rule that you don't go farther than a mile and a half or so from where your meat can be picked up especially a moose right yeah it's just it's a lot that's a lot of hauling by the time you're done with it unless you got a whole bunch of buddies to help you so yeah. anyway but i've really enjoyed that pack and i know the guys who are doing the setup and cleanup and all that using those other packs we have no complaints we modified them a little bit uh to work more in line with what specific jobs we have for them here at uh -huh. total archery challenge um, but good. we love them. Yeah, they're awesome. yeah, that's a. They're pretty good. We make a real quality, you know, for for people who use use stuff. You know, they're designed by people who are in the mountains all the time or carrying stuff all the time. And for the for the working person that wants to wants to use stuff that's set up for them, you know. Yeah, Plus yeah, it's yeah. It's real modular. You can, you know, add pockets. You could take pockets. Well, that's off. what I was gonna say on the that pack that I use, the straight jacket. It's not, a, it doesn't have very big bags. Nope. I mean, it, it really, it has enough load in it for a day. Yeah. But I don't know what pockets they are. I, I have two pockets that I put, or three pockets I put on the exterior. One kind of holds my lunch for the day. Okay. So it's easy to access. One holds my water filtration system. And then one holds uh, my tools. Okay. Knives and all that kind of stuff. Perfect. Right. So, Perfect, it's, yep. so it's not... 
if if I had a load in, I can easily access those pockets still because the one thing on those, that particular pack is when you have a load of meat in, like a moose quarter, um, it puts a lot of pressure on the main bag. So it's not as easy to dig in because it, the main bag kind of shapes with the meat. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. So totally. that's why those pockets are, yeah, they are put them so on the nice outside. to have. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so it's nice having those modular systems. Yeah, I haven't played a lot with the straight jacket. I've seen I actually got two of them for my cousins, Josh and Jerome in New Mexico. And at first they weren't sure, but once they figured it out and started using it, that became one of their favorite bags Well, it's as got well. the two side pockets. My spotting scope goes in one. The tripod I don't put in. I leave it on the outside. But you can get that. Uh, I can't remember what you guys call it. I call it the camp bag. But it's just yeah. a bag that... You can fill full of gear and slide in like a straight jacket or an XL or whatever so that you can carry your load for camp, pull that out, let's say, and uh, and then you're ready to go for the meat haul. Yeah, it's actually the Kefaro camp bag. So it is. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Okay. And then uh, you recently, um, in fact, I don't even think you're shipping them yet, is the Bino Harness. Yeah, we're, uh, they should ship probably within the next couple of weeks from the initial um, pre-orders. We got a lot of pre-orders, so they're... Um, trying to get them all out here pretty quick but those things are pretty nice i've had mine for about a month now i got to play with it and they designed them very well that's awesome so fit my binoculars good one hand and no magnet in it so it doesn't mess with your onyx or your gps um i think they hit a home run with it i'm excited i've got one myself mm -hmm. um i have not used it yet uh, just because we well, you, I haven't even special. been home. You got one already? Well, oh, I mean, you, know. You, you know people. I winked at the right person, I guess. Um, but I'm excited to play with it. Good. And, yeah. uh, but I just haven't had the opportunity yet because we haven't been home in so long. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll give it a good, uh, a good run here in, what are we? We're two weeks out from being done. Yeah, two more shows and we're done for the summer, folks. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's what there's, fast. Yeah, there's part of me that's always happy that season's over. Um, and then there's always that part of me where I'm like, you know, I'm not going to see Big Sexy for a while. That's right, man. You're gonna, we're going to miss each other. We, ta we text, whatever, yeah. talk a little bit. And Keep in touch. Text with, but all these, all the companies that kind of travel event to event to event, there's quite a few now. I think we're, what, around 20 or so. Yeah. Um, we really have. It's become like family the the little tack family yeah. as far as that goes and so uh and then we all go about our business when we get home and it's kind of over and yeah. and shoot a few texts or whatever and then you're just super stoked to see them again yeah we that get the schedule next, for uh, next spring. year and we're like yeah. okay here we go again folks yep and we're on the road together i see you more than your wife does that's right like carnies yeah we <laughs> not like we definitely are carnies oh man so right set up tear down set up tear down especially on these back-to-backs yeah yeah. These are yeah. Back that's what we're doing now for the next two weeks. Yeah, we go home for two days. We're on the road again. We go, you know, it's just back to back to pack, you know. Yeah, and we just we'll leave tomorrow, uh, head for South Dakota, um, set up there immediately on Tuesday, and then uh, do that again following the next weekend to Utah. Yeah. So, what do you think about that one? I mean, you were the you've only no none of us have been to that location. Cause it's a new look. New, new location, location right? in Utah. Yeah, so um, the terrain's awesome. I think it's a really good combo of terrain between, say, a Park City and a Snowbird. Okay. Um, so I think you'll get the some of the easier hiking people enjoyed at Park City and then some of the more rougher terrain that we ran into at Snowbird. So I think it's a great combo of terrain okay. for 
all walks of Total Archery Challenge participants. Okay. Um, so I'm excited about it. Uh, it'll be our biggest event we've ever done, not just with participation-wise, but also with the Vendor Village. Mount Festival is going to have more uh, vendors than we've ever had before. Oh, wow. And um, so I'm super excited about it. We've uh, never used two resorts together either. You know, we got a lot of terrain. And Vanderville or um, Vendor Village is going to be all together this year? Yeah. Yeah, the Mountain Festival, everybody's in the same spot. The range is right there with it. Oh, nice. Uh, so as in years past, Park City, where you had to go on different levels, that's not the case here. Um, we're going to have everybody together, which is always nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What um, I get this question a lot from people is like, what's your favorite event? And it's kind of hard to pick. It is. It really is. I mean, I have several favorites. I think for just chilling and, you know, hanging out and, you know, selling a few things. I kind of like um, South Dakota. Dude, that's mine. Yeah, it's just a fun, cool place. Weather's usually good, even though this year I hear it's going to be hot because we're going a month later. Um, so we'll get to see, see a different time of year. But it's yeah. just a great place, great city. It's um great mountain. Yeah, that's probably, if I had to pick it, one, that would be it. Yeah, it's pretty relaxed shoot. A lot of that is there's just not as many shooters uh -huh. um, at that event. But like you said, the Black Hills are awesome. Yeah, I love the Black Hills. That's I fell in love with them the first time I went up there just to uh, check out Terry Peak, which was probably seven years ago, six years ago. I don't even remember now. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. So yeah. it all kind of melds into one for me. So, yep. but anyway, um, so that's been really cool. Uh, I, I think South Dakota is probably my favorite. A lot of that's people too. Like mm -hmm. we made some really good friends there. And although I, to be honest with you, we've got good friends at all of them nowadays. So yeah, yeah, it's everywhere we go. It's you know, Kafaro has a big following and great, great um, family. You know. We try to, you know, obviously take care of our customers and always, you know, we always tell them thanks, welcome to the family, you know, because that's what we, how we look at our customers, you know. Yeah, the shooting community, archery community, just because that's the realm we're in right now, so we'll speak on that, uh, is a great community to be a part of. Yeah, sure is. So, all right, man. Well, uh, is there anything else? Well, I always ask this question. I try to anyway. Sometimes I forget, but title of the podcast life it's better with a bow we have three dots after life that that's to signify like a little bit of contemplation thinking about it how has life been better with a bow for you man you know um since i picked up a bow i was i wasn't i was a rifle hunter until 2010 i was in the middle east i was in iraq and i opened a box one day and a good friend of mine sent me a bow to iraq oh really so every day wow. when we weren't running missions i would um shoot a bow and I, I was like, man, this is awesome, you know. And my buddies had tried to get me into it earlier in the, you know, years before that. And I never, never wanted to do it. And then after that, I, that first year I went out, killed a 350-inch bull. <laughs> That's a, awesome. Came home, killed an antelope, went and killed a 350-inch bull that year. And I was been, been, um, been an archery hunter ever since. And it's just, I think why life is better with a bow is just because, Everybody you meet is kind of like-minded. Everybody wants the best, you know. I mean, it's just good people, high-quality people that um, kind of after the s same things in life, you know. And um, so I absolutely love the archery community. That's it's been awesome. really good. It's been um, good for me. I love being in this industry. It's just 
just awesome, you know. They always talk about have a job that you love, and I definitely love working for Kafaro. I love being in the outdoor industry. I love following the Total Archery Challenge because it's such a great community. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, I'm going to do a follow-up question on that. Okay. What's your favorite animal to hunt? Man, it's between two. Um, it's turkeys and <laughs> yeah. elk. I'm telling you, people just laugh, but... You know, we always, like, we talk to people who hunt out Midwest for turkeys, which I absolutely love. I think it's great when you're sitting in a blind and all of a sudden turkey comes in and starts messing up your decoys and stuff. But have you ever chased turkeys in the mountains? Oh, man. And I tell people, I go, it's like elk hunt. They're like, they're like they, they think I'm joking. Like, but look at these mountains. We have, you know, in some places in Colorado, we have turkeys that live where elk do. Yeah. So it's literally like yep. you're calling, you're chasing, you're cutting off, you're, you know, the only thing you don't really have to worry is about the wind. But, um, yeah, I love hunting turkeys, and I love hunting elk. Those are probably my two. If I had to pick two, it would be those two. The pack out's a lot easier with the turkey, <laughs> so there's a benefit. I don't know, man. We kill some giants. <laughs> <laughs> my Good wife, thing I have a Kafaru pack is all I'm saying. Monica loves to hunt turkey. Dude. Loves it. I get and just excited when a big tom comes into the decoy spread as I do when you know that giant bulls you know at 20 yards it's kind of the same feeling to me that's that's why i hunt you know what i mean yeah yeah it's pretty fantastic yeah so, so all right definitely. well we're gonna we're gonna close this out but uh let's just kind of wrap up with a quick repeat summary of what we we're discussing and and i think the main takeaway here that uh the reason we wanted to get this put together is for these last two events for the golden ticket ten dollars a ticket you have to buy it at the kafaro tent either in South Dakota or the Utah event, and uh, wins you a bow, complete bow package setup, arrows, broadheads, the whole shebang. Probably the bigger bonus out of all of that, again, is you fly into Kafaru uh, there in Wyoming and spend some time with the Kafaru team, spend some time with Aaron, and he'll get you set up, get your yeah, bow set up. Yeah. You guys shoot a little bit and, and have a great time. So. Or ten bucks. Uh, it's a donation. All f all of it is going to. Uh, it's going to Howl, Howl for, for Wildlife. Yep, Howl for Wildlife. If you've got any questions on who they are, is it howlwildlife.org or howl.org? Howl.org. So there you go. Yeah. So you can check out who they are. And uh, anyway, get in there, get a chance to win, and in any case, just help conservation. That's right, folks. Um, come by, see us at you know the Kafaro tent. Um. We have an Iron Rhino shootout on the static course. You can win about $2,000 worth of prizes. You just have to put your arrow in a four-inch hole, not hit the metal. You know? Is that four inches? I think it's maybe three. I think it's, I keep saying four, yeah. but I need yeah. to measure it. And, um, you know, come meet me. Come meet Marco. Ask, you know, if you ask for a big sexy sticker, you'll probably get one. And um, I'll make sure and have some with me. And, um, yeah, man, thanks for having me on, Sean. Always a pleasure, brother. Yeah. And hey. until that, you guys, we will see whoever is listening to this and coming to South Dakota or Utah. We'll see you there. Yeah, can't wait, folks. Come see us. All right, we're out. All right. Thanks, Sean.